Hi everyone, I am so excited to meet with you today and to meet with my good friend Olivia. She is part of the Ultimate Raw Vegan Bundle and we have been internet friends for a long time, but we've never actually met virtually or in person. But we have lots of stuff in common and I am super excited for her to join me today. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her on now. A beautiful sunny day here. We've had an amazingly warm fall, so it has me in very high spirits because normally fall makes me depressed because I know then winter's coming. Um, but it's been a really pretty day, so I'm feeling really good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. We're out here in the desert in Nevada, yeah. and it's a really windy day today. Right. So um, <laughs> we, uh, so we, I'm just like, I hope the sound is all right, because it's really windy. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where yeah. are you at? In the, you're in the Carolinas? No, I'm in Pennsylvania right now. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, so, can get, that can get cold and yucky. I grew up in Ohio, so. Okay, yeah, same thing then. Yeah, I'm back here with my family right now, which is good. Um, but yeah, this time of the year always makes me nervous just because I know what we're in for for the next six months, which I'm not sure I'm going to be here this whole time, but, um, still I miss the sun. Uh, well, I love the sun as well and I love yes. your mom. So I love <laughs> all your videos of her. She is hilarious and she cracks me up on the regular yeah. basis. <laughs> so She's great. We at least get to see more of her. True. Um, One we, mom when I'm here. So, you know, we were living in a sailboat, and last week we moved back into a camper. Oh, um, did you? Okay. Yeah, we did. We decided that um, after six months on a sailboat that it really wasn't, um, you know, YouTube makes it look a way that it's not. <laughs> it's a lot more work than the camper, and it's yeah. a lot more deciding, like, where you're going to move next, where you're going to go to next, and what you're going to do. There's a lot more yeah. planning that goes into it. Like, we can literally just this afternoon be like, you know what? I want to go somewhere else. Pull in the slide right. and go somewhere else, you know? Right, um, right. But with the with the boat, it's like, okay, we want to go to Florida. Now, that's going to take five days. We need to find a weather window. We need to spend another $20,000 to get the right equipment in order to cross uh, the Gulf of Mexico, you know? Like, yeah. it, just, um, it was expensive, and it was a lot. We are, we're real free spirits. We like to just, yeah. you know, you lived in a camper. You like yeah. to just go wherever you go, whenever you totally. want. And if you wake up and you're like, you know what? I'm not feeling this vibe. Let's move. You can just yeah. do that. Yeah. So, um, so you're, are you thinking about ever living in a camper again? Cause we miss you over here in RV life. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I still consider myself an RV life person. Um, my RVs, <laughs> my RVs right out in the driveway. I look at it every day and, um, yeah, I guess I have similar feelings about the RV as you do with the boat life. I mean, I love the RV for sure, but I'd spent um, 
like about four months earlier this year living in Austin, was in Texas, and really enjoyed being stationary there for a while. Like one of the things that I really struggled with and my fiance when we were in the RV is just consistent Wi-Fi. And like we would, we had the way we were doing it, we would stay at like a campground for several days and then we'd have to move on. And it just felt like it was hard to do the work that we wanted to do while we were constantly moving around. I mean, yeah, there's just like pros and cons to everything. I really love RV life, but I don't know uh, if I see myself doing it like full time again, like for an extended period of time, maybe like a month or two at a time. But I don't know if I'd want to like get rid of everything and permanently move into maybe if I had a bigger one, I don't know, but, um, I'm all for it. But I think that, yeah, YouTube and social media kind of makes it look a little more glamorous than, than it might be. I, I mean, social media looks, makes everything look more glamorous than it probably right, is. Right. Right. So if it's any consolation, we have five different devices that we connect to the internet with. Oh my God. Um, yeah. We have invested thousands of dollars in a solar system so that we okay. don't have to ever go to a park. Okay. So we, we don't have it installed on the new trailer yet. We're doing that this weekend. We're going to meet up with our installer and he's going to install it. Uh, okay. so we are at a park right now because we don't have the solar. But, right. um, and we didn't want to listen to a generator and pay for gas and deal with all that. Um, right. So, and it was so cheap. We're in Laughlin, Nevada. It was a hundred dollars for the week here. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So we were like, let's just do it. Um, but the solar makes it very different. And mm. also where we are in the country. So out West, you can camp a lot of places for free. Mm -hmm. I don't know how far you made it out here, but this is like the high season for free camping. Yeah. Like we'll pay $180 in Yuma and we'll be able to camp there for the next six months. Oh, wow. That's yeah. crazy. But you have to have a way to generate your own power. So right. that's why we have the solar and right. then we have an inverter that um, changes that power from DC to AC. Okay. And then um, we have a composting toilet. Okay. So it that that stuff all makes it a lot easier. I found yeah. like with the boat, we could never. It was hard to get that set up. It was financially really prohibitive. Whereas mm. in the in the camper trailer, it's just so much less expensive. It's so much less expensive. But we did. Um, we had sold our camper, which isn't too bad because. We didn't really like it. <laughs> so it was massive. It was 32 okay. feet. And towing okay. that was just like sometimes very frightening. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this one is 22 feet. It's okay. a lot smaller, but it's a really open space here. I'll show it to you. Um, okay. Just because I know you appreciate. But look at I this do. kitchen. Look at that kitchen. Uh, so big. So much counter space. Oh, my gosh. It's insane, right? And wow. And then the Yeah unmade I was just laying there and taking a nap before I called but uh, <laughs> and then that's really the good behind me and then this is the dinette so it does not have um it does not have a couch it just has the dinette okay but um but we like it better than the last one so hopefully our our boat is up for sale in Texas we were in Houston for the last okay. six months it was just funny we were kind of close to each other but um yeah our boat is up for sale hopefully she sails sells really quickly because um, sitting on a boat and a trailer is not financially where we want to be. 
Um, yeah. And it's not good for boats to sit because they will go bad really quickly. Right. Um, but yeah, so I think it's, it's about the setup, having the right setup and having the right rig. This is our fourth trailer. Okay. So yeah. we, we, um, and our, we have a, a Ram pickup now, but we started with an Xterra. So we started in a pop-up, like a tiny, a tiny, um, like, what do they call that? Um, teardrop trailer. Yeah. Yeah. They're super cute. We, start, we so started small. in a teardrop and then we moved up to a 17 foot trailer, which was too okay. small. Then we moved up to the 32 foot, which was too big. And yeah. now we have the Goldilocks of trailers, which is <laughs> yeah. just right. That's right. So don't feel like, I mean, if you feel that RV life was calling you, maybe you just need a different rig and yeah. maybe you uh, just need to come out West with the rest of us where it's free. <laughs> That's, that was the plan. And it just felt like one situation after another kept pulling me back to the East coast. And I mean, it was always the plan since, since the summer of last year to get out West and it just, I, I couldn't do it. Like it was just one obstacle and, or one, one opportunity after another that would be yeah. on the East coast. And so eventually I was like, well, okay, I'll just, I'll stay here. Well, so it's just hasn't been the right time yet, I guess. That's what the universe wanted for you. You had to do that. Which yeah. reminds me, I would love to talk a little bit about the time that you had the opportunity to stay with uh, Jesse Itzler and um, uh, his wife, Sarah. Yeah. And um, what that was like, because I always think like, okay, so if you're around people who have a mindset, you know, if mm -hmm. you're around people who like the way they must think has got to be so different than the way that we're neurologically wired, you know, yeah. like, yeah, how, what is, what is it like being around somebody like that? And how do they process ideas? And, you know, how do they get to peak states like in more optimal ways and and you know like a lot of times and you know this as an entrepreneur you'll have something you'll launch a book or you'll launch a program and it'll flop and you're like oh god I'm so, everything I do is terrible yeah you know? but I'm sure that that's not how they think of it so yeah you know, what is what is it like being in the minds of billionaires yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think my biggest takeaway from my time with them was just how impressed I was by how, like, how they went 100% into every single thing they were doing. So, like, I guess when I look at my own life, like, sometimes I'll go and I'll sit down and I'll watch a movie. I'm like, okay, it's chill time. But I'll be, like, on my phone, answering emails, doing something else, like, not really fully engaged in the movie, in the relaxation, in that experience, but doing something else. Um, and so what I noticed with them, it was just like, whether it was sitting down and watching cartoons with their kids, or whether it was doing breath work, or whether they were having an interview or whatever, they just seemed so completely present with that task. And then when that task was over, they'd move to the next task. And that really left an impression on me, because I think a lot of us do things kind of, kind of half-ass all the time, because we're like, half doing something, half doing something else, or we're like doing one task, but we're thinking about the thing that we have to do next. And with them, it was just right now we're at the kids soccer game. We're doing nothing other than cheering on the kids at the soccer game. Um, 
And so, yeah, that was really cool. But as far as like the failure thing, I think it's just like, you they, you just like fail so many times, but you just like, you just like keep going. Like, I mean, even when I was there, there was something that um, Jesse was talking about this project and it, it kind of flopped, like it didn't really work, but it's just like, well, on to the next thing. And you just don't, you just refuse to let anything deter you, I guess. They just completely refuse. I think that's really um, key. Like, I like how you said that they um, were really focused on one thing at a time. And you're right. I don't do that. When I'm watching a movie, I'm looking at Instagram or TikTok or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm not present yeah. fully. And what happens is you miss out on life. Yeah. You know, and something I noticed from when I owned the yoga studio and I was making really good money, um, it was easy to keep believing myself, believing in myself after I'd had wins. So mm. if, I, if I had some financial wins or I had wins with clients, it was easy to keep that momentum up. Mm -hmm. When I sold the studio and started something totally new, at first I was really gung-ho, but... Mm -hmm online is so different than brick and mortar mm -hmm. the way that you interact with clients so i have really struggled over the last couple of years with you know trying to figure out what works but when i talk to people who are in the two comma club award uh, you know people who are making over a million dollars a year online they're saying that it took a really long time to figure mm -hmm. out what it was that worked but once mm -hmm. they got what worked it was just momentum and keeping it up and and continuing right. to do it um and so i think that's really cool that um that jesse and sarah were like yeah this isn't working you know but that's okay we'll do the next thing and that's because they right. have so much momentum going and keeping that momentum going really helps right. you yeah, I think it'd be really interesting. And I often wondered, you know, were they like that 20 years ago or 30 years ago? You know, like, if they're 25 years older than I am right now, like, what were they like at my age? Like, ha are they are they that exceptional because of all these years of experience and trial and error and success and on and on and on? Or, you know, I, I imagine they're just people like anyone else and failure is hard for all of us. But I guess you know, certain exceptional people just don't let that failure, don't let those, all those no's get you down because you can't, you can't escape that, right? Like none of us, none of us are without failures. And in fact, it seems like the people who are extremely successful have had a lot more failures and a lot bigger, bigger failures than everyone else. And so it's, it's not about avoiding that. It's just being okay with that and like continuing on. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really key. It's interesting. I was having a conversation with someone else about that this morning, who is developing her online business and hitting some roadblocks. And it's, you know, and she was feeling depressed. And I was like, don't give up before the magic happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, she's yeah, so I'm close. And it's, you see that from the outside, but on the inside, you're like, this isn't working. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm reading um, Think and Grow Rich right now by Napoleon Hill. I don't know if you... Oh, I'm yeah. listening to that on tape. Are you? Yeah, yes. yeah. It's so, it's so good. I need to like reread it like 10 times probably. But um, yeah, in the beginning, um, in the first chapter, that's kind of what he says. Like the universe kind of enjoys teasing you by like 
kind of ripping the rug underneath out from underneath your feet the like right before you're you're about to find the success or find find the breakthrough or whatever it's like it's like testing you and so so many of us when we feel like you know complete like I kind of feel like I'm at one of those points in my life right now where just a lot of things do not feel like they're working and I'm just feeling really discouraged and I'm like no idea which direction to go this isn't working and it could be really easy to just be like you know I'm just gonna completely redirect and go in another direction and maybe redirecting and going in another direction is the right choice sometimes but like really deep down I know that like just got to stay the course like it's just I will not quit no matter how many times I want to how many times I want to it's just I'm going to keep going so I'm just going to keep telling the universe that's what I want and eventually I guess it'll show up in my reality that's so interesting because we you know living on the boat we were like this is not working like we were completely out of flow and it wasn't working, it wasn't working, and, and then nothing was working. And then, you know, and everything was very difficult. And we finally just gave up and decided mm. to let go and let God, you know, for lack mm -hmm. of a better term. And mm -hmm. things have been flowing so much easier now. Like, we were able to get a new camper within a week's time. We, we stayed mm. with my friend. We, you know, like, um, we're part of this bundle, which is amazing, it's super exciting, mm -hmm. 55 different books from all these different people on raw food and yoga and just get this offering and gift to the world. And, you know, each book when you, it's $50 for the bundle. So each book comes out to less than a dollar a piece. Um, it's a limited time thing. It's only available until November 11th, but you're in it and I'm in November it. November 1st. I'm sorry, November 1st. Yeah. It's a good thing yeah. you said that. I was like, maybe <laughs> two, one, one, one. Um, <laughs> November 1st. Uh, so, um, but yeah, it's like, I just feel like things are flowing better. So I think mm. it, it is an individual choice, you know, but there have been things mm. in my life where they weren't working and then I pushed through and they did start working where it was like right. a test of the universe. And I think right. when, when what we're talking about, when you're being present, when you're really living in the moment and when you're practicing meditation and breath work and you're practicing going within and you're doing self work, like reading books that help to grow you as a human being, you start to be able to see, am I pressing this to work mm -hmm. or am I being tested? You right. know? And so it's yeah. interesting that to both be in a similar feeling, right. but for you, it's like you're being tested. And for me, I was pushing, you know, right. so it's, it's, it's really, but they're both valid and amazing and both part of the human experience. I definitely that's really really cool it is really cool yeah and i you can feel like like you said when you're you're in touch with yourself and you're doing all the work you can you can sense the difference you know people might wonder how do you know when you need to keep pushing or how do you know when you need to let go and for me you just know you just know when it's a circumstance where like this isn't working and i have to let it go or this isn't working but I know there's nothing I can do other than stay the course and I'll be rewarded for staying the course. So yeah, it's just like an intuition thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the only way to get there is by listening to your inner self. So yeah. I would love to talk about, I was thinking like if I had a book, you know, I couldn't call it live like live cause I'm not live and I wouldn't live <laughs> like live cause I'm not live. 
But like, how would I do? I would be like, age like Angelica. I don't know. Like that, that doesn't really work. Um, but <laughs> tell us about your book. This is part, this is book two of Live Like Live. Um, yeah. And uh, I read your book. I think it's awesome. It's very approachable. I love that you have um, such a, such a, it's like raw food 101. It's so easy to do. Yes. And I think when you're first starting to do raw food, that it's very intimidating. I'm not fully raw. I eat raw like one or two meals a day. Mm -hmm. um, most of the time, too, like I'll have a smoothie in the morning and a salad for lunch. And then I eat cooked food with my husband at night. Mm -hmm. But um, it depends on, you know, um, it. when I first started doing it, I was like, this is so hard. But getting into this community and meeting so many different people, it's mm -hmm. actually become a lot easier. And I think your book is a perfect example of making raw foods really approachable for people. So yeah. I'd love to hear about your book and, you know, what inspired you to make um, meal plans versus individual recipes and yeah. um, how people should approach your book. Yeah, so I have a whole bunch of different books out. I have some just recipe books. Um, I have my first meal plan that I released last year that was Live Like Live, just the first edition. Um, and the idea is, is it's exactly like how I eat, how I've been eating for years. Um, so it's a lot of like one, usually one mono meal a day, you know, just a big bowl of grapes or something. And then a smoothie or a smoothie bowl for lunch and then uh, a salad in the evening. And so that was my first meal plan. And my second one, I decided to make it a little more difficult, maybe like the second step. So it's nice that you still think it's approachable because that's definitely my goal is for everyone to feel like they can do it. But with the second uh, meal plan, I decided to bring in some dehydrated recipes. So I have like raw wraps, a raw pizza, a raw uh, like barbecue pulled pork sandwich. That's all those things get dehydrated, but they're still super easy. But they make, uh, I think they make just the week, the meal plan, just more interesting, more diverse, rather than the simple mono meal, smoothie, salad, repeat, 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 um, which is, I don't ever get bored of that. I really enjoy that. But it's also fun to have some different things, um, some dehydrated things, just to, uh, yeah, have some more excitement. So that's, that's the gist of it. Um, yeah. Um, and so when people are using a dehydrator, what kind of dehydrator do you suggest people use? Yeah. Or are there I, different ones that you could use? Yeah, so there's a bunch of different, I mean, there's a lot of different dehydrators. I've used quite a few. Um, a problem with some of the, I notice a lot of people who are new to it don't necessarily want to invest in an expensive dehydrator, which is totally understandable. The problem with the less expensive um ones is that they often are circular and they have a hole in the middle which makes it difficult to make things like pizzas or wraps um it's more for like dehydrating like little pieces of fruit but if you're making anything you know big they just spread out it doesn't really work so well so that's a problem with the cheaper ones but um what i use and recommend are excalibur dehydrators they have like different a whole bunch of different kinds um, and I think the cheapest version is maybe just a little over $200, which isn't outrageous, I don't think. Um, but I'm in the raw food world. Um, and I am able to like, I took out um, 
like the microwave, the microwave space in my RV where that would go. I took it out because I don't use a microwave. Oh, and and I, my dad. So I just was looking up there. I'm like, that's the perfect spot. Yeah, and my dad built out like a little bit of an extra shelf because it's it's longer than a microwave. It's like the same width, but it's a little bit longer. So he just built out a little bit extra shelf, and I stick it in there. And I have these um, giant rubber bands that I wrapped around the shelf, and the and so it stays perfectly. So I'm travel all over with my RV because that's another thing, or with my uh, dehydrator. That's another thing that people often say to me is. You know, they don't have a small, they have small space. They have a small kitchen or even people who've been in an RV or a camper have said to me, I have a really small space. Well, I have a 24 foot RV and I have my dehydrator in it and it fits just fine. It's not in the way at all. Um, so make it work. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that's the one that I use. There's also um, Williams and Sonoma has a pretty good brand of dehydrator, but it's pretty much comparable the price. So if you're going to spend you know, 200 to $300, I recommend going with Excalibur. Okay, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I used to have a the circle one. Yeah. And I would use it to dehydrate fruits and vegetables and sauces and stuff for backpacking. Okay. That's what I bought it for. And then one time when I was moving, um, I left it accidentally at the, the apartment that I had moved out of. So I was like oh. really sad. Yeah. There goes my dehydrator. Yeah. So you don't have one right now? I don't have one right now. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that it's a necessary part of eating a raw diet or even just, you know, a healthy diet. And um, not by any means. And I still even at this point, I sometimes go two months or so without whipping out my dehydrator just because, um, yeah, I just really enjoy salads or smoothie bowls or whatever. Um, but then there are other periods of time where I get really into it. And it's really fun to experiment and try new things. And I noticed that um, when you're trying to get other people excited about raw food, the dehydrated recipes is kind of what kind of what draws them in. So I try to do that to make other people excited about it. I had lunch with Lissa at raw food romance and yeah. um she made me one of her soups and it was a dehydrator recipe yeah and i was like oh my god this is amazing so yeah the the dehydrated food can taste really good i liked your wrap i was like oh i really want to make that yeah um, but Those i are like I my feel signature like on solar i wonder what the wattage is of a dehydrator because on solar it's really difficult to run everything overnight. Mm -hmm. So in the daytime when you're getting full sun, it's like, right. oh, it's an energy, like excess. This is amazing. Right. But at night you're running on battery. And so, right. you know, it's like we have 200 amp hours and, you know, we could watch TV all night if we yeah. wanted to. And I have before. Um, and that's running at about, you know, like 60 watts. But I yeah. think that the, um, I think that the dehydrator's a little bit more around like 200 to 600. And that we would not be able to run overnight. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I wondered too, other people have asked me like what my electricity bill and stuff has been with um, like when I'm in a, an Airbnb or something with the dehydrator. And I've never really noticed like an increase in any way. I mean, I always kind of think of it as just like running a fan. Like I run a fan every night when I sleep. And I feel like that's kind of, it's kind of the same thing. 
Um, maybe it would be more. I don't. I don't really know. Yeah, the the dehydrator the dehydrator will um, in a house. You're not. It's not going to have a big impact because in a house that's actually a low wattage item. You mm -hmm. know, but in mm -hmm. but in but when you're running off grid on solar and on a on batteries, then it's a high, 600 is a high wattage item. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I don't know, but there's lots of recipes you can do without using a dehydrator, you know, and I think totally. one of the things that is important to do before, you know, we, we're like taught to be consumers, you know, so mm -hmm. we're like, oh, I got to get all the things that I need. And that's like, uh, in my opinion, a real recipe for failure because people will be, you know, having mm. taught yoga now for many years, people will join the yoga studio and they'll be like, I got to buy all this stuff. I got to buy this, you know, or people taking yoga teacher training with me. I got to get these bolsters and I got to get these blocks and I got to get these straps. And, I gotta, and I'm like, no, you don't need anything. Right. You know, it's nice to have a yoga mat, but you don't even really need that, you know, like. It, it's not about the stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's the same with the raw food diet. Like you said, you could eat a mono meal, which means just eating one type of food for the whole meal. So like if it's all apples or if it's all peaches or it's all melon, that would be a mono meal of all mm -hmm. one kind. Um, mm -hmm. And that doesn't require anything other than maybe a knife, you know? Maybe, maybe not even. Maybe if it's yeah. great, no. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the same thing, too, with um, even you're talking about the solar and like the RV thing. We um, had played around with getting all of that, but also like we were brand new to it. I'd never been in a camper a day in my life when I decided to buy one and live in one. And so I wasn't really wanting to invest a lot of money into it. It's like an older camper. Um, it's a little dated on the inside. And I thought about, you know, doing a really cool, you know, makeover. And again, it's just like, I don't, I don't know if I really need to invest in all of these things. I think I'm just going to live in this thing and see how I like it. And yeah, maybe, maybe eventually I'll get out West and get the solar and all of that. And it'd be a t an entirely different experience and I'd fall in love with it. But um, yeah, you're totally right. We're totally, you like think that we have to have everything um, in order to do anything. And it's just not true. Yeah, and I think that ends up costing us a lot more money, which puts us in that cycle of debt um, that's so common in the United yeah. States. Uh, and really, that just leads to unhappiness because you, you don't know until you try it. You know, our first camper, we didn't have electricity at all. We didn't have mm. any means of electricity at all. Yeah. And then <laughs> uh, we had push lights. And then uh, Love it. The, the second camper was just a regular camper and we would use the generator and then we bought a briefcase solar that we'd have to clamp onto the batteries yeah and that would run the dc power but it wouldn't run the ac power so we couldn't run like the vitamix or anything like that we'd have to use the generator for that mm -hmm. then in the third camper the third one we knew what we wanted mm -hmm. and that's when we added the solar and then when we sold that we took the solar off of there Mm -hmm. and put it on to and we're, we're having it put on the new rig so yeah I agree with you it you know ha if I would have gone out and put a five thousand dollar solar system which is what we have now onto my first camper that would have been a humongous mistake because I would not have known what I wanted and it's the same thing with raw foods it does not make sense to to run out and buy 
a Vitamix for $800. Although I think you can get them for a lot less now. They, they used to be that expensive, yeah. but, yeah. um, you know, a $400 Vitamix and, uh, you know, a $200 dehydrator and spend all that money without mm -hmm. knowing if it's really going to be for you. And like, totally. after you, after you've done raw food for a while and started to integrate it, then maybe like as a gift to yourself, by the by one of the things that you really want and uh, for me that would be the vitamix <laughs> yeah yeah you don't have a vitamix no i have oh i oh, have you a have vitamix oh okay. yeah <laughs> like i'm saying if I you're gonna it. treat yourself and you're gonna yeah, pick gotcha. one thing as your first thing i think it should be the vitamix but yeah. um i not only do i have a vitamix but every person who's ever worked for me as an assistant uh, when I owned the yoga studio, I gave them a Vitamix as a gift. That's amazing. That's <laughs> because so I'm great. So you should be sponsored. The Vitamix. <laughs> it's a, I mean, a good high speed blender makes all the difference. It's, I mean, it really does. I, I get it. I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah, yeah. And I've used the Blendtec, and I've used the Vitamix, and I really do prefer the Vitamix. All right. And I had the Pincha too, and the Vitamix. Yeah. The Vitamix is king. <laughs> yeah. Can't argue. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You can't because it's the best. It's the best. So, <laughs> yeah. um, were you in the Ultimate Raw Vegan Bundle last time they did it, um, like six months ago? Yeah. Yeah, I was in that one too, which was really fun and really, yeah, so much good stuff. Um, yeah, it's just it's just unbelievable all the content and all the, the just everything in these bundles. You know, I had a couple people reach out to me and say that they bought the last bundle and so they weren't so sure that they wanted to buy this bundle because they'd only used like one percent of the previous bundle. And I'm like, well, that one percent is worth the the cost of it. Like that's the thing is that there's so much in here. I don't think the point with these bundles is to necessarily use every single ebook or every single recipe. I mean, there's so much from the last bundle that I haven't tried out yet, but that's totally okay. I mean, it's just such a great value. But again, like I've also said to people too, if you genuinely don't feel like this is valuable to you, I'm never going to encourage you or anyone else to buy something that you're not going to use. Like that's, that's silly. Don't do that. But another one of the things that I really love about this bundle are all these lives. Um, so even it's like an event, it's like a whole summit that we're doing. And so it's not just about trying to sell people this, this bundle. It's about, you know, you can go on the website and you can download or look at that PDF and you can see all these lives that are happening for the next 10 days and maybe get educated or inspired and, and do that, do that before you, uh, invest in a Vitamix or even invest in the, in the bundle, you know, um, that's how I started. I started by just like watching other people, reading every book and every podcast I could get my hands on. And at a certain point, I was like, okay, I'm convinced of this. This feels good. This is what I want to do. Now I'll start investing money in it. Um, and so, yeah, these lives, I think, are just really great opportunities for people to chime in and, and get educated. Yeah. And I was thinking, too, that it might be fun if you, you know, if you were trying to think of gifts for the holidays, you could buy the bundle and then distribute the different books amongst your friends as gifts. <laughs> you know, true. Like, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the other way that I really look at the bundle is not that you're going to 
just consume all 55 books and resonate with everyone. But yeah. the, it's a great value because if you think about it, you know, if you buy a book, you're going to spend 20 to $30 on it and you may or may not like it. I, I have bought recipe books that then they just completely flopped and I didn't like them. And because, um, you know, you, I was like, well, that's a bummer. You know, I just spent that yeah. money. So then you go yeah. out and do another one. And if you um, get the bundle, there's 55 books in there. So if you only liked five to 10 of them, you've got right. more than your value, like way more than your value. Right. right? That's like, what I keep. Yeah. Like even if yeah. you go through it and only, and only find <clears throat> like maybe five recipes that you really like, but you're able to work those into your daily life and consistently do it. I mean, that's what you spent $10 per recipe. And that that changed your life, right? I mean, I personally right. think that that's an amazing deal. If I could find five recipes that I really, really enjoyed and was able to make on a weekly basis. I mean, that's a game changer. So yeah. it's not about it's not about yeah, liking everything and resonating with everything. That's that's silly. It's just about there's this is like an insane amount of content an insane amount of value, you're gonna find something in here that resonates and that's valuable to you. So check it out. Yeah, yeah. And it's a really, there's no way out of 55 books that you're not going to find something that you like. And that's yeah. really, really awesome. Um, there yeah. are, there's all kinds of raw food recipes in there. There's a couple of books that have yoga in there. Um, including mine. And so, and you get to read everybody's stories. A lot of people included in their books, like how they became raw and how they got to this point and what their life was like before and how they got the support they needed from their family and friends or didn't get that support. And so I think there's a lot of different people that you can resonate with their story. And when yeah. we, when we do that, when we hear other people's stories and it's similar to ours, then it it helps us to feel connection and connection yeah. is so important especially right now feeling yeah. like you are normal feeling like your feelings are normal feeling like what you're going through is normal that's absolutely crucial right now because we have collectively since you know here in the united states since 9-11, we've been collectively going through trauma after trauma after trauma as a society mm -hmm. and as, as an American culture. And so for us to find connection is absolutely crucial. And I know mm -hmm. that I have found many new friends in the raw food community. I've been able to mm -hmm. connect with incredible people like yourself. And what it teaches us when we get into these small groups and become connected with them is it teaches us how to be more compassionate for the broader world because we don't mm. know what everyone's going through but I can guarantee that everyone you meet has experienced some kind of trauma is going through the collective I don't know of what we're living through right now mm -hmm. and everyone is having their own personal struggle and we can all use a little bit more kindness and when mm -hmm. we start to broaden our our base, our community, by joining new communities like the raw food community, and mm -hmm. we start to hear the stories of other people and be able to empathize and sympathize with them, it allows us to then 
um, build better kindness and, and a greater kindness for the world as a whole. So I think it's really beautiful. Um, yeah. I love being part of the ultimate raw food bundle. It's just an absolutely incredible opportunity and it's such a beautiful offering. There's so many yeah. great books. It's true. And with everything that's going on in the world and all the health concerns or lack thereof, um, I just feel like there's, there's, then right now to do something really good for your health. You know, like we don't know what's going on, whatever's going on. It's crazy. It's craziness. But uh, yeah, like take charge, you know, do all this preventative care, do yoga, um, do breath work, start eating more raw foods, start eating just more plant-based foods. Um, these are all just really good choices um, at any point in history, but maybe, maybe more important now than ever. So I, yeah, it's just so timely. It's just so, it's so good. And uh, yeah, we can change the world and the circumstances that are happening in the world by, by doing this, by, by having this bundle and doing the things that are written in it and following the advice of so many people that know what they're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have been through it. You know, they've already walked that path and um, they're, they're able to transmit that information. And it's so important when you're trying to do something different. I know that when um, all of this first happened in March of 2020, when everything started to kind of uh, unfold, the first thing I thought of when I was talking to my, my partner and the first thing I thought of was, we have to build our immune system. We have mm -hmm. to be focused on building really strong immune systems. Yep. Which is when I discovered Lissa, Raw Food Romance. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like, because I was looking for life-affirming foods, because food right. is, is really the real medicine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I say the same thing. And I increasingly think that I'm, sometimes, you know, when, you know, it's hard. It's hard to be a person <laughs> at any point, And it's really hard to be a human right now and there are times where I just think what does any of this matter and you know I get discouraged about anything and I just keep coming back to uh, how important it is to stay the course and to keep eating healthy and to keep myself well because none of this is going to feel any better if I just resort back to eating chips and pizza, that's not, I'm not going to be more empowered. I'm not going to be stronger. I'm not going to feel better um, in any way. And so, yeah, it's, this has just convinced me all the more how important it is to, to do this because um, I don't want to be subject to, to another person having to, to, to take care of me or having to fix me or heal me or only I can do that. And so I choose to do that through food and yoga and meditation and uh, lots of reading and, you know, self-help stuff. And yeah, that's the answer. When you were talking about that, it, um, it made me start thinking about the microbiome and how, you know, many of us, many, many people that eat a Western diet or a standard American diet do not have elimination more than once a day. Mm -hmm. 
and that's not optimal for the body. Mm -hmm. And it shows up because we're not feeding the right microbiome bacteria to mm -hmm. create a healthy environment in our body. Mm -hmm. And the microbiome is so crucial because it deals with and helps our serotonin levels. So our ability to be compassionate with ourselves and our ability to feel happiness. And I often wonder if the whole world went vegan, would there be a lot more compassion? You mm. know, that 50% of the money generated on this planet goes to military research. Mm -hmm. And so we're spending all this money on how to hurt each other, mm. but we're not, we're not spending the money on how to help each other. Mm -hmm. You know, and what if everyone was a vegan? Would, would they, would they all help each other? Would we, mm -hmm. would that shift, you know, because mm -hmm. our microbiomes would all shift. And it's right. this ideology of oneness that we're all yeah. connected, right? We're all yeah. connected and our microbiomes are all connected. And mm -hmm. if we're all eating plant-based diets and we stop putting in the fear, pain, and suffering of animals into our body, what will that mm -hmm. do for human society? It's a really good question. I often have said that I continue to eat um, raw foods or mostly a mostly raw food diet um, for my mental health more than anything else. Like I would do that. Um, you know, there's, there's the ethical side of it, but the raw foods, um, it's more than just how I feel in my body or, or I've never, you know, I didn't really heal any physical ailments, but I healed a lot of depression and anxiety, um, self-absorption. Um, and since eating more raw foods, I feel like I've just cracked open and I'm so much more aware and I'm so much more interested in other people and compassionate and you know all the things that you're saying and it's the microbiome for sure and it's what it's like I said it's what keeps me on this path because I don't want to go back to you know feeling you know like I said it's already hard enough to to exist in this world I don't need to make it harder on myself by eating to by eating crappy food so yeah, it's a really interesting thing to wonder what it would be like to live in a world where everyone was was doing this, how much better off we would all be. Um, I don't know. I, I think we're, we're working towards that, though, right? Like one of us, yeah. me at a time, you, every, every single one of us um, changes everything. Yeah. So. yeah. I remember when I first became vegetarian 30... 35, 36 years ago, and I would go, and my tofu was like it, you yeah. know? So tofu is like, that was like the only thing that there was, and um, iceberg lettuce. So you would go, <laughs> you'd go out to eat, and you could have iceberg lettuce. If you were lucky, there would be like a salad bar, but it would only have these like really like, uh, like dairy heavy, uh, dressings you know yeah yeah uh, or like really really crappy oil and vinegar right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but over the years I've seen more and more people becoming vegetarians and more and more people becoming vegans and you know one of the reasons that I first went vegetarian was my dad was a big fan of the Beatles 
You mm. know that rock group, the Beatles? Of course. And um, Paul McCartney mm. is a vegetarian. He's a lifelong I think vegetarian. I did know that. And his wife, um, Linda, was a vegetarian. And she actually, in the UK, has um, a she's passed away now, but she has a food line um, called uh, Linda McCartney Foods, and it's in, all okay. in the frozen section. So okay. uh, that was a big influence for me. And I was like, wow, you know, so there's people that don't eat animals. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. And, yeah. And I thought it was really awesome. Um, and then over the years, just more and more and more and more people have done it. One of the things that's like, exciting but also kind of sad is how um, mainstream vegetarianism and veganism has become to the point where now they're making a lot of processed foods for for us whereas you know before it was like very you you could really only eat clean foods if you were going to eat as a as a vegan Um, right there were there were no really like vegan wasn't really a thing until um recently so that's Mm -hmm. why we all started as vegetarians because veganism wasn't something that came around until like the last like 15 years right 15 20 years is when people started to talk about it even when i was in college but you know when i graduated college that that's the year the internet came out so the internet has changed so much and that's what brought us all to get it like that's how I learned about raw veganism was yeah. from social media. Um, and that's how I learned about veganism and, and started to eat a vegan diet. Um, the first time that I started to eat a vegan diet was when I took yoga teacher training 16 years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is really cool. I'm going to try this, but there wasn't any impossible burgers. There wasn't any, Morningstar patties, there wasn't any diet cheese, you know, like none of that stuff existed. That's all been very, very recent. Um, And I think, you know, these are all convenient foods and it's easy to fall into the trap of eating them all. And like, definitely it, you know, my husband, he does not follow a vegan diet. And so that is challenging at times, Um, Mm -hmm. but you can't, you can't make other people do what you do. You know, you have to be you have to be welcoming and not forceful. So, mm-hmm. um, so we'll eat some of the, you know, like we got impossible chicken nuggets the other day because that's approachable for him, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm not mm-hmm. saying don't eat it, you know, but it, it definitely isn't the healthiest choice. But also what yeah. happens when we eat these processed foods, I think is that um, they have so many chemicals in them that, that, are addictive to our body, particularly high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I noticed it's easier if you start your day. So usually my first two meals of the day are raw vegan. And then mm-hmm. we'll have like a cooked vegan dinner with my husband. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I started today with a smoothie. Are you familiar with Rich Roll? Yeah, of course. Yeah, right? He's so great. I have his, um, his app. Okay. So, yeah, so I started the day with a rich roll smoothie, which was uh, bananas, peaches, flax, hemp seeds, ginger, um, and dates. Nice. That's good. It's so good. It's so good. And then usually yeah. for lunch, I'll have like a really finely chopped salad because I find that finely chopped works well with me. And I 
get these like I got like a big fancy bowl that's like this big and I just fill mm -hmm. it with it and then I just home make my salad dressing and uh, yes. I love how Lisa raw food romance that her dressings are so abundant right like you're like just get this like big thing of dressing and that I love just dousing my salad in dressing which is yeah like, where all the calories are they're in the dressing that's um, true yeah, yeah, no one wants to skimp on dressing. No one wants to skimp on dressing. And I also found that getting the, the claws that will yeah. mix everything really well just yeah. makes it so much nicer. And you get every single leaf gets a little bit of dressing. Yeah. You know? yeah. All the little all the little tricks that make it so much more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, but you don't know those right away. And that's why something like the Ultimate Raw Food um, Bundle is so is so life-changing because you learn all these little things totally. and like you said if you go to the website um and i have a link here at the bottom bit.ly slash raw yoga retreat or you can go to the link in my bio or the link in olivia's bio and um grab a copy of it but even if you just go to the link to the website you'll see there's a schedule of all these different lives that we're doing and what we're talking about so mm -hmm. that you can really like go to a, a a summit for the next two weeks until November 1st um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and really learn about how to prepare raw foods and how to eat raw foods and what is most pal palatable to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I really recommend people getting on these, <clears throat> excuse me, on these lives and paying attention because there's so much information here and yeah, it's really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you're interested in integrating raw food, um, raw vegan diet into your life, even if you do it full time like Olivia does or part time like I do, um, you know, whatever, whatever you can do is good for you. You know, if, if it's just you're just integrating one raw meal a day, then that's fantastic. You know, totally. that that's a that's fine. Like, just be yourself do the best that you can and know that you are an imperfect person having a human experience on the planet. And all the, it's like, it's like we were talking about earlier to bring it full circle. You watch all these YouTubes and you think that everybody has this perfect life or that you look yeah. at Instagram, you think everybody's life is so perfect. Oh, they're raw. They must just only eat raw foods and their life is so amazing. And you know, that's not reality. You know, it's yeah. not, it's, the reality is, is that everyone has failure points. Mm -hmm. Everyone is just trying to make it. Everyone is a human being. I watched this video with Nate that really opened me up incredibly. Mm -hmm. And he, it's a video that talks about an idea of God where God is everything. And God decided that it wanted to come down to earth and have multiple different experiences. Mm. So each of us and everything on earth is an incarnation of God experiencing life on earth. Mm -hmm. So you and I are the same. Mm -hmm. We're one of the same being. We're just a different incarnation of that experience. 
And yeah. it's so beautiful. And if you um, want to watch the video, you can send me um, a direct message and I'll, I'll send you the link, anybody who's interested in watching it, because it changed my life. Mm. And it really changed the way that I interact with other people because mm. I feel like we're all, it really helped me with that we're all one, you know, and that's what yoga mm -hmm. teaches that we're all one. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. we truly, really are. We're all part of the same stardust on this planet. Mm -hmm. We're just a, a speck in the universe. And yeah. I think it's important to keep that in mind. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, so thank you for joining me today, Olivia. It has been an absolute pleasure to get yeah. to know you more. Yeah, this yeah. was fun. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. The hour went by so fast. Yeah, and um, I hope that we get to meet in person very, very soon. Yes. And give hugs and make make raw food. And I will yeah. make you make me the cinnamon rolls because I'm not talented at cutting the bananas that way. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, I will do that for you. <laughs> so if you are interested in grabbing the raw food, uh, the ultimate raw food bundle, which we highly suggest, there are 55 books. Uh, I think it's like 44 different people wrote books for the um, for the Ultimate Raw Vegan Bundle. There's also some yoga included in there. There is my my book, Raw Yoga Retreat, um, Live Like Live Volume 2 is in there. And uh, you can pick that up at the link in my bio or the link in Olivia's bio or by going to bit.ly slash raw yoga retreat. Thank you again for joining me today, Olivia, and I will see yeah. you soon. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye.